Breaking It Down with Frank McKay. This is 1039 LI News Radio. I'd like to welcome everyone to Breaking It Down. Frank McKay here. So much more importantly, our weekly Lisk series, the Long Island serial killer, killings, killers, series continues. And we look into the investigation or the lack of investigation that has gone on since these horrible murders took place. And we have concentrated more on the cover-up simply because we know who covered it up. We know, and as a sort of an insider to local politics and state politics, and I would be a guy who knows all of these folks pretty well and who has dealt with these folks for a pretty long time, And I have said from day one of this new series, which is now into its 10th week, that it is very clear where the cover-up has come from. And it's our county executive, Steve Ballone, and his his buddy, his self-appointed police chief, Jimmy Burke, who did... Is that 46 months, I believe, in prison after assaulting and abusing, physically abusing, Christopher Loeb, after Loeb had broken into his SUV and took out a bag that had porn and all kind of things in there that uh, Burke obviously wasn't crazy about. You know what I'm going to give you is is a quote to think about. I think it's a it's it's a very very wise quote. And I got to say I agree with this quote. And it has to do with someone talking about a public official resigning. And they gave the reason and I'm quoting here for refusing and blocking cooperation with federal authorities on the Gilgo Beach serial murder case. So this was a big part of the reason that the one quoted gave for a public official to resign. As I read this, I'm like, this is a very wise decision. Obviously, any public official that would do anything like that, that would block federal authorities from investigating a serial killing case, should be out of office. I mean, there's no question about it. This is a, this is a, a terrific quote. And I wonder, let me just see who's, oh, whoa, let me see. It is from our county executive, Steve Ballone when he famously called on DA Tom Spoda, former DA, Tom Spoda to resign. He gave as a reason, this is his quote, for refusing and blocking cooperation with federal authorities on the Gilgo Beach serial murder. 
Wow. Never thought I'd agree at this point with Steve Ballone. Well, listen, I agree with that. I would think that anyone refusing and blocking cooperation with federal authorities on the Gilgo Beach serial murder case should resign. That person shouldn't be in public office. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, this is, this is good stuff. Oh, wait a second. Oh, wait a second. I forgot. Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke were the ones that kicked the FBI out of the Gilbogo, Gilgo Beach serial murder case. Right? Remember? How do we know that? By the way, am I just speculating? No. No, not really. You know who told us that? Jerry Hart. Jerry Hart, who was the commissioner, police commissioner of Suffolk County, who Steve Ballone appointed police commissioner, and she was former lead agent for the FBI on Long Island. And she said on Erin Moriarty's great show, CBS's 48 Hours, multiple Emmy Award-winning broadcast journalist, Erin Moriarty, she admitted to her uh, three separate times. She didn't say it casually. She said it, you know, matter-of-factly. It was Burke, Police Chief Burke, who asked her to get out of the case. That was Steve Ballone's hand-picked police chief, Jimmy Burke. So let's go back to Ballone's quote here, because it's right on. Steve, I, I never thought you and I would be on the same page, but we are on the same page. You thought a public official, namely Spoda, Tom Spoda, who is going to jail, You were quoted as saying, for refusing and blocking cooperation with federal authorities on the Gilgo Beach serial murder case. Your words, Steve. Did you mean that? Do you want to take that back? Steve. Steve Ballone. Would you like to take back this as a reason why a public official should resign? Because if you're not a hypocrite, you should resign. Let me read it again. For refusing and blocking cooperation with federal authorities on the Gilgo Beach serial murder case. Steve Ballone's words. Now, there is one thing for sure. Jimmy Burke and the man who appointed him, and there's only one man who appointed him, and that's Steve Ballone, got the FBI out of this case. We don't know why they decided to do it, but they did it, and they did it immediately when he took office in 2012. Steve Ballone and Jimmy Burke, his hand-picked police chief, got the FBI out of this investigation, and then they immediately stopped the investigation. 
Oh, there was a little bit of door-to-door action from the missing persons bureau, the police department, Suffolk County Police Department. In fact, I, I can count 13 people that missing persons went to, and they showed they showed pictures of sex workers, you know, beautiful young women, door-to-door. They showed pictures, and they showed one 80-year-old woman this. Did you ever see her? Was she, was she someone that's been around here? And uh, surprisingly enough, the 80-year-old woman did not see any of those girls, and I think a 70-something-year-old man was asked. In fact, everybody that I know of that was asked by those two police officers, everyone was far older than me, and I'm 54. I'm not a kid. So it is a chance that none of those 13 people, I think it's only 13 people, I don't know. You know, if, if somebody has accurate information on me uh, on this, please call me. We'll put you on. We'll let you dispute. In fact, it's an open invitation to Steve Ballone, certainly Jimmy Burke. I know he won't come on. But Steve Ballone, Bobby Strickoff, his best friend growing up, and Tim Sinney, the DA, who has continued, continued blocking this and he's handpicked DA of Steve Ballone, controlled by Steve Ballone. I mean, there's no question about that. He will not do anything to hurt Steve Ballone. He owes it all to him. He said it. So anyway, this investigation stop, stopped. It just stopped in its tracks as soon as Burke and Ballone got their own people in there. And they stopped it immediately. In fact, they also got rid of the the gang task force help that was coming from the FBI. And, And of course, terrible murders happened after that. That was a disaster. But they wanted the feds out for some reason. That's not speculation. It's speculation of why they might want them out. But it's not speculation that they got the feds out. That's a fact. In fact, let me me do this. Let me give folks some indisputable facts that, that are facts. I mean, facts are facts, right? Ballone appointed Burke. That's a number one. No one else legally could do that. Ballone appointed Burke. They kicked the feds out, right? They got the feds out of the investigation. These are two facts, one and two. Here's a third one. Now, I've said this before, and I will say it again. Spoda didn't know that they were ready to appoint Burke. That's a fact, You know how I know? I spoke to Spoda. And Spoda wasn't lying to me. I mean, I know him well enough. By the way, he unapologetically supported Jimmy Burke all throughout his career. So I'm not saying Spoda was like, I didn't appoint Jimmy Burke. It wasn't like that. He said, Frank, here's his quote. Frankie, 
It was a punch in the effing gut. It was a punch in the effing gut the way they did it. I wouldn't have stopped Jimmy. You know that. I wouldn't have done anything to hurt Jimmy. But the way these sneaks, the way they did this, it was a punch in the effing gut. And I'm cleaning up for terrestrial radio. There's no reason he would say that if it wasn't true. And he alluded to the kitchen table meeting that they had. It was Strickoff, Ballone, Apollone's kitchen table. And they sat with Jimmy. And now, as time goes on a little bit, of course, they knew they were going to do this for a while. They just figured, all right, what are we going to do from here? And Strickoff, for those who don't know, that's Ballone's childhood friend. Best friend growing up, best friend now. And those guys have gotten into so much trouble together. In fact, at 58 Savannah Walk, all kinds of trouble has started there. Parties, alleged parties. And the two of them, the three of them, I should say, Ballone, Burke, and Strickoff, allegedly, 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 had some pretty wild times there. Is that a fact? Well, many, many people have said it. People that have been there have said it to me. No one's in a hurry to come on record as saying that. So it's, it's a tricky situation. I'm not going to call that fact because it's disputable, right? Because people aren't saying it on the record. And people are married. People do all kinds of things. The other fact is that Bobby Strickoff for 58 Savannah Walk, where he currently lives, and by the way, the reason I bring it up and the reason it's so significant is it's on Oak Beach, so it's 58 Savannah Walk on Oak Beach. It's also Friends of Steve Ballone for years and years and years. That was the official headquarters for Friends of Steve Ballone. And all kinds of money was raised as that address, as Bobby Strickoff, his childhood best friend, his current best friend. And by the way, here's a fact. The closest people in the world to those two guys have identified that relationship as being sick. That's the word always used. It's a fact. They, you know, <laughs> I could start naming it. Bring me into court, guys, and I will, I will reveal the names. It's, you guys know who said it. You guys, it, it's always, it's always been said. It's sick. It, it, it doesn't even, they don't even use the word weird or strange. It's always sick with those guys. In fact, in 1997, when, I was in the, the, the little bar that we owned. We owned three places, myself and a friend of mine. And the little bar, a woman described Strickoff and Ballone's relationship as being sick, sick, sick. Three six. Right. Which we assume is, is very, 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 very sick. It's her saying it, not me.
here is another fact. All right, so we got we got three that are indisputable. Balone appointed Burke. One, two. Burke and Balone kicked the feds out. Fact, not maybe, not kind of, not sort of. Fact, they got the feds out of that case. Spoda didn't know. Number three, Spoda did not know whatsoever that they were going to do this until the last minute and he wasn't involved in that by the way which is doesn't exonerate spoda at all i mean he's he's been the biggest promoter of jimmy burke balone and strickoff's very close friend and balone's appointed police chief balone alone did it spoda didn't want him in that spot spoda wanted him right where he was in the DA's office, and Spoda also thought, this is a fact, Spoda also thought that Burke would get himself in trouble if he wasn't under some kind of control. By the way, I don't know what kind of control they had over Jimmy Burke. Uh, by the way, the DA's office is still, uh, Tim Sinney's DA's office is heavily influenced by Jimmy Burke. Heavily influenced by Jimmy Burke. So I'm going to give the, the fourth the fourth indisputable fact. Ballone called on Spoda to resign. And a big reason was for refusing and blocking cooperation with federal authorities on Gilgo Beach serial murder case. We'll call that number four. All right? How about that? We'll call that number four. Here's another fact, indisputable fact. And by the way, if you guys out there, if there are people out there listening that are writing for a living, well, I don't know. Guys, if you don't include these, or if, or if you don't come on the show and dispute them, don't say journalist, right? Don't say journalist. And by the way, I'm not, I, I'm not bucking for the... Uh, Edward R. Murrow would here, you know, it's, uh, you know, I'm a commentator. That's what I'm doing here. But these are facts. Come on and dispute it. Debate me. Right? There's some apologists for Bologna out there that write for a living. I, I mean, shame on you if you ignore, all, shame on you if you ignore all of this. So let me give you, let me give you a fifth one. Jimmy Burke was never disciplined by Tim Sinney, his boss, the current DA, his boss for 15 months after he abused, brutally abused Christopher Loeb, a crime he went to jail for. Tim Sinney had 15 months to punish Jimmy Burke or remove him. He was his boss. He was his boss at Malone's office. Anyway, that's a fact. He did, they did nothing. Here's another fact. Call this number six. And by the way, there are a lot more than this, but for the reason of time, we'll keep it short. We'll keep it somewhat short. Six is that Steve Ballone never fired Jimmy Burke. 
Oh, he called on Spoda, you know, a, a year later to resign. Spoda couldn't do anything. Of course, Spoda was uh, un, about to be indicted by the feds and about to be set on the path to go to prison, possibly for the rest of his life. Uh, it wasn't a courageous move whatsoever, but he did it. It was a good political move. But Steve Ballone didn't remove Jimmy Burke. He could have fired him at any time. Had that power. Any time. He did nothing. In fact, when they, when he did ultimately resign, it was a, it was a pretty, pretty interesting, you know, it, look, we're short on time. I'm going to go into that in another time, but I'm going to read his statement of resignation. For personal reasons, he did it. And uh, Steve Ballone said, you know, it was a mutual agreement between the two men. We could spec, and again, we're talking about facts here, so I'm not even going to speculate of why he was so afraid of Jimmy Burke. Either, I mean, one of two reasons, let's face it, guys. One of two reasons. Either he was in league with Burke, which, of course, he was. I mean, he put him there. He didn't have to put Jimmy Burke there. Or he was scared stiff of Jimmy Burke. And Jimmy Burke had so much on him and Strickoff. And probably knew I. They wanted the cover up on the Gilgo murder. I mean, Burke, Burke knew. Burke, I, listen, I'm not saying anyone killed anyone over. I'm not saying these three guys killed anyone over there, the victims over there. But does anybody out there think that they don't know much more about what happened with these murders than we do? They closed down the investigation. I'd hate to think it was just to cover up sex parties at Friends of Steve Ballone at 58. And by the way, allegedly, 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 sex parties. Guys, come on. Come on the, the show, Steve Ballone, Bobby Strickoff, Jimmy Burke. Come on anytime and dispute this. Boy, it's Tim Sinney. Would love to have you on and explain what's going on. By the way, we're running short on time. We got a commercial coming up, and we have a guest today that uh, I think is a very important one. But I'll, I'll tell you what, I've got a lot more than six facts. One thing I do want to point out before I go is, I, and again, I didn't listen to the podcast, Unraveled podcast, which I heard was terrific. Uh, Jensen and Linkletter, I'll just have that as, as a note, uh, uh, they're former island residents, Long Island residents. They had, for the most part, left Balone out, but they got into, they got into Balone specifically, and this was uh, episode eight, I believe, specifically directed questions to Balone about keeping Burke in a, a, a telephone interview. And they basically talked about, and, and let me talk directly to writers, journalists, whatever you want to characterize yourself as from, from Newsday, our one and only uh, news source on Long Island. But what they claimed is that they had 
quashed, that Steve Blown had called and had his attorneys quash a story that was coming out after Steve called, Steve Blown called Newsday's editors to kill a story about Burke committing perjury in the Guy Malone divorce case and Heather Malone, someone Burke had, you know, listen, it, 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 trust me, it's a fact, uh, run a prostitution ring with, and I could show you all the evidence on that, and, and I'll tell you what, he, he cut his deposition short to about 10 questions wisely because he knew it. He was he was dead to rights. I could show anybody who wants to see that. I'll put it up. Steve Ballone, you want to come on there? This was in 99 that happened. So Steve Ballone, according to the Unraveled podcast, and they asked him, and he basically said, humana, 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 humana. Humana, humana, humana. He had no idea what to say. Never been questioned like that in his life. It's pretty easy, you know. Do you? He says, "I, I, I don't, re, I don't recall that." He said, "I don't recall that at all. Um, I, I don't recall that." But again, Balone called Newsday's editor, editors, to kill a story about Burke committing perjury in the Malone divorce case. So. If you're writing for Newsday, guys, it's it's an easy phone call. Call your editors. Ask if it's right. We're not going to hear that it's correct, but you guys certainly can. So let me go back to a very wise statement used by a public official to call on the resignation of another public official. This is Steve Malone, our county executive calling on Tom Spoda to resign. Of course, when Spoda couldn't defend himself. For refusing and blocking cooperation with federal authorities on the Gilgo Beach serial murder case. He wanted him to resign. That was a big reason why. That was a big reason he gave. Well, I agree with him. And Steve Ballone, put your hypocrisy aside. You have stopped with your buddy Jim Burke and you immediately stopped a serial killing. The same one you accused Spoda of stopping. You got the feds out. Jimmy Burke got the feds. It's a fact. You got them out. Spoda didn't get them out. Spoda's in trouble. Spoda's going to jail. McPartland's going to jail. Jimmy Burke went to jail. Steve, we don't know your fate yet. But you gave some pretty good advice to Spoda and pretty good demand. Let me tell you, there's a lot more to talk about, and we will be talking about it. Steve Ballone, come on this show. Come on this show anytime. Bobby Strickoff, best friend. We've said a lot of things. We've reported a lot of things, like you buying 58 Savannah Walk off of a man named Harry Feingold, um, who was convicted for, and, and this is undisputable, this is an undisputable fact. He did 10 years in prison for drug trafficking, and you paid up to $400,000 more for the house than it was assessed at. And we don't know why, but we will find out, Bobby. Bobby Strickoff, come on the come on the show anytime.
love to have you and Tim Sinney. We'd love to have you on, all of you, at different times, all together. Frank McKay, signing off for now, but we'll be back right after this break, and we'll be talking to a, a very key figure, someone who's become a very key figure in this case, right after this on our list series. Music.